Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. With over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now let's start the show. Hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> Not that you're chuckling. Uh-uh. Well, guys, we, we are like right on top of each other. <laughs> We are back for an episode of 20-something and living with Krista. And Therese. Yes, guys. Are you excited? You know what? We told y'all that we were going to watch, we were going to record on Sunday, and then we were going to watch Power. But dang. The third episode. Yeah. So we had three episodes to talk about, but we didn't. Well, we're recording on Saturday, so. Right. We we couldn't because we were recording on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So you can... Wait until next week. Well, I feel like I thought about this earlier, Krista, because once we decided we were going to record on Saturday, I was like, oh, we won't be able to do the third episode of Power. But it's kind of good because, you know, not everybody can watch Power the first day or the second or the third day. That's true. So we won't spoil it. Yes. It's like we can just talk about the episodes from from the last couple of episodes. That's true. You know. So we're doing this for you guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Not you laughing at yourself. Well, Krista. I can be funny sometimes. Um, but how have you been over the last two weeks? I've been good. Blessed and That's highly good. favored. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I just, need, I just need a little more money. That's all. So just a little bit. Don't we all? No. Oh, I need well, a little. I'm <laughs> saying so we might not all need it, but I did. I feel about to say not everybody needed like me. I need. I just need a few couple hundred dollars, and I'll be. Yeah, straight. some of us needed a little bit more than you. That's me. No. Yeah. Um, money is funny. Can't squeeze a dollar. What is it? What did my, my dad always say? You can't squeeze a nickel out of a dime. Um, yeah, that's what he says. I think. Whew. Well, uh-uh. you're not gonna ask me how I've been. I was gonna say, how have you been? Fine, I guess. I feel like there's no reason in me asking you how you've been because you always say fine or okay and nobody wants to hear what? that. That sounds really rude. You I mean, every single week if you say, fine? I've been cool, I've been fine, I've been all right. Like, uh, oh, would you are you ever good? I mean, I mean. <laughs> that's what I, I, I mean, think. if you would like me to start lying, then I can do that. If that's, that's just, what you guys would prefer to That do. sounds so sad, but that's like my coworker. He was telling me that he was like, you know, he's telling me about the Enneagram personality test, y'all, and I'm really, like, getting into it, but I need to mm-hmm. to um, get more into it, whatever. He told me this podcast to listen to. And he was like, I'm, like, a melancholy person. He's like, 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 I can be, it can be raining, it can be dark, I can be watching a really sad movie, and I'm, like, so happy. And I was like, that's really deep. And he was like, yeah, like, that's me. And I was like, he's like, because someone else would think that, like, I, I don't know. Say, what does that have to do with your happiness? It being I think it does. That's his vibe. A sad movie. No, that's his vibe. Like he likes dark, like kind of like a dark vibe. He was saying like the uh, dark vibes tend to make him happy. And I was oh, like, oh, so he's saying those things put him in a like make him happier. Yeah, or they just make him feel content. And like I was like, uh, you know, like when you say stuff like, oh yeah, I was watching this really sad movie while it was pouring down rain and crying i don't know if he was crying but like and he's like and, I just, and he was like i just felt good you know like other people would be like what you know so yeah. i get it's just like it's just it's like it's just like how you're always like i'm okay and i feel like a lot of people would be like 
is Therese ever good? Like, you know, but maybe but you're... I, feel like when, I mean, when, guys, when I say I'm okay, I mean, that's not, that's not a bad thing. It's not <laughs> like I'm, it's, you know, I'm content. Everything's cool. I just feel like there should be it's some the good. There should be good. some. I mean, I could... I'm great, you know. So I oh, feel okay. like you're I'm just sorry. like my I coworker. Won the lottery. I'm not about to give everybody. Oh, I just didn't had a great. You're week. just Therese. You're like my coworker. You like it a was little. A week. You thoroughly enjoy darkness, and that's okay. I mean, that sounds like a jump, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> some people enjoy it. I know, lot, but I a lot of people like the rain. Me. What what darkness do I enjoy? I like the rain, but that's. I feel like you like isolation. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like joy. I feel like some people will consider isolation darkness. Right, you talking about this joy? Like an extrovert. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No, like, and people, and I don't know why people think that. You know, extroverts don't just like to be in parties twenty four seven. You know, red, right? I mean, yeah. Like extroverts like to be alone too. I don't believe anybody truly likes that. I don't think anyone does either, unless you're extraordinarily social. But most people like to be alone. But I. But if you enjoy you isolation, isolation, I would assume that you. I don't know. Like to be around people, the majority of the time. I don't think I would ever say I like isolation. I think I would say I like to be I alone. Like, but isolation sounds like that sounds. Like, I've been alone. Sounds like the exact same. Thing. No, I so I feel like you're like I've been alone, and I'm gonna go and be alone again. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It sounds like I'm going to continue to be alone because I enjoyed it so much the, over the it's last like It's like I don't want to be around anybody. That to me, that sounds kind of dark to me. If you're always like um, that. I mean, always 90% of the time. That's why I'm... T- yeah, I feel... I mean, everybody has that. I feel like everyone has like some stuff where they're like, you know, it's a, that's a little dark that you enjoy that, you know? Mm, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but you can go ahead and give them the rundown. Whatever, Therese. Um, so the lineup, no, because you just, you just try to dismiss me, but it's fine. So the lineup, it goes Mm -hmm. entertainment, hot topics, uh, the article, and then lastly, gaspiration. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. So entertainment, we can go ahead and dive on in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, as the week goes on, you know, I, I remember little entertainment things, right? You said but you remember what? Else, it's like I try to remember the little entertainment things that I see. Mm-hmm. But you know one thing Maybe that you I write just them down. saw. No, I not. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I mean. I saved them. My fault. Oh, I was about um, to say. You know, maybe it would help you. That's what maybe. I'm taking for. I rem, I try to remember them. But one of the things that I saw like earlier today, which mm-hmm. I don't think it's new news, but I saw that what Nicki Minaj said that she's retiring. To start yeah. a family, you're late. Oh, I didn't know about the family. Did you say she? That's late. I said you're late, but I didn't know she oh. said to start a family. Oh well, see, why don't you not jump on trying to get on top of what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't believe that. Tiring to to. You say you don't agree with that? So I don't believe it. I mean, I feel like rappers say not even just rappers, people Singers, in general, right? Be like. Uh, I'm I'm retiring. I'm stepping away from music. Mm. And it's like, yeah, okay. You trying to build up some hype, but sure. Well, or I mean, they might really mean like, it. Really I'm gonna say sometimes in the moment they could probably be like, I'm serious, and then you know they realize like, wow, I do still really love this. Let me come on back. Oh, I, it's it's really commendable that that's what you thought that they think because I'm surely was like, 
they're sitting around and they're just like, I could use those extra funds <laughs> from touring or from, from another CD. So let me I mean, I think some of them do that. I think some of them are like, I want I want extra clout. But I feel like some of them are genuinely frustrated and tired of everybody. And they like, I'm leaving music. And then, you, you know, people do that. You be at work, you be like, you can have a job you like. And you still be like, I can't get up out of here. And then someone will offer you another job, you'll yeah. be like, mm, never mind, you know? <laughs> yeah, I do know. That's funny. Um, but, you know, I, I'm i very indifferent about the whole thing when I was retiring. Because I don't think I keep up with her music. Unless she has, like, a, a single that's just, like, super good that people are I, talking about. I think I, I kept up with most her. of her stuff, except for um, that last one. Because she just put out an album not that long ago. Oh, she did? Yeah, don't you remember when... I think it was around the time when no. she beat Cardi down. Oh, no. I didn't know that. I think it was around the same time. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. I mean, happy retirement if that's what she decides to do. But I mean, like, thing, I, I've been said that she's probably not 100% all the way there. So, um, I'm pretty sure that she'll be back. I don't think she's done, yeah. but... I, I assume as much. I could see but, her doing that, like the for the cloud. I don't think Nicki Minaj will say it because she's tired of people. I think Cardi would. I think Cardi would be like, I'm, I'm done with this. And then she'll be like, y'all, y'all know I'm kidding. But she would be she'd be like, this bag too good. She would say that. Yeah. That's what I like about Cardi, though. I do, too. Um, but speaking of Cardi, um, there's a new show on netflix called rhythm and Flow. yeah i saw did it did it start already or is it um i think so because i was going through my netflix today um and i thought i saw it i mean i didn't watch it but i saw the like um you know like the title and i was like oh i didn't know i didn't know this was already on here maybe it's not i don't know i feel like it didn't start yet but i feel like it it's... says it's only a three-week event it's uh it's just like but, a but that don't mean it competition started. series. No, no, I don't. I, no, I don't think it started. It says October uh, the ninth. Um, but I thought it was going to be longer than three weeks. I thought it was gonna be like a series. Mm-hmm. But it has yeah, it, Cardi B, uh, Chance the Rapper, and Ti. Mm-hmm. That's a really good cast too. Oh, I thought you said who. I was like, which one of those names did you not know? No, I, I, I know who they all are, but I was like, that's that's diverse because I feel like Cardi, they're all, their rap is also different. Yeah, I do think so. Um, so it's like they got a good little mix. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that would be a cool little thing to watch on Netflix. I feel like Cardi's a little fresh for a competition, though. I don't know, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could see that. It's like, like she's but, big enough for like one, she's so but big, she's fresh. Right? She's so doggone fresh. I wouldn't even think she had time for that. Like, I would see Nikki on a rap contest for sure. Yeah, I can see that. Wasn't she on, like, The Voice? or? Well, I think she was on American shows. Idol, which was just crazy. <laughs> like, that's like, she cannot even sing. Like, Mariah she raps. So I'm like, what? I think she was on there with Mariah Carey. Because I know there was, um, like, they, they weren't getting along. That makes me think, did you hear about... Probably not because I'm so hip. Did you hear about um <laughs> who was it? Oh, it was um the brother who Chili from TLC dated. Um, not Usher. Because I knew you was oh, gonna say I was, him. I, I, um, I, my mind went straight to Usher and I was like, why wouldn't she just say Usher? No, so it's um I think his name is like 
Jackson or something. It's gonna make me upset. What is his name? Oh, I don't. Um, is he a celebrity? Because I mean, I, he's I pretty famous. Him. Hold on, I'm about to look him up. You gonna be you at Dallas? That's it, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, his name is like Dallas. I want to say his name is Dallas Austin. Maybe did I make? Hmm. Is it Dallas, Dallas Austin? Austin? I know, right? Is that it? Did or did I make that up? It's a, it's a mix for you. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Yes. His name is Dallas Austin. He so he did like an interview. I don't know who he did it with, but you did you hear this? He was saying that <laughs> it made me chuckle because he <laughs> he said no. It was funny because he said that um, back when there was like a VMA perform VMA awards performance a couple years ago, and I don't know if you watched the VMAs by the way. Um. Well. Um. Anyway. But no, <laughs> he said that like Monica and Brandy had like a performance, and like Monica punched Brandy right before the performance, and then in the face? I didn't see. And, and every and they were saying that this has been known before, but I didn't know this. And they were you saying, know what yeah. I just saw on my YouTube, they keep recommending this video. They're like uh, explaining the real beef between um, or what Monica. caused the feud between Brandy and Monica. And I was like, huh, I should probably watch that. But it's like you didn't thirty know- minutes, and I'm like. I'm- I don't, they didn't. They never. Me, you told me about it before, but I just. Well, never. I talked about it now because I feel like even nowadays they don't like each other. Like Brandy still be out here dogging her, and I'm but like, I'm Brandy, it's all from the past. It's like, I think so too, and now that makes me feel bad for if I ever said anything rude about Brandy because I'm like, dang, well she did maybe knock you out, but um, but he was saying that he was like Monica was so like hood and like ghetto, and Brandy was like yeah. prissy, and I was like, I'm. I don't know why that cracks me up, and he was like, it was just like like oil and water like they just did not mix and i was weak mm-hmm. and then he said that she punched her right before a vma performance that sounds like suing behavior <laughs> punched me girl. Oh, i don't know why uh, well you know she said she, i mean monica when when i hear her talk i guess because you know what's so crazy is i would almost think that they're flipped i mean to me like mm-hmm. when i hear Moesha to me was not a ghetto show, but it wasn't not ghetto. I almost want to give it like slightly ghetto, like you know what I mean. You just want to give it ghetto. I don't want to give it ghetto because it wasn't no like Boondocks type hood. The Boondocks. That's a hood rat show. That's funny, and people think that I watch that show, and I. It seemed like a show you would like. Um. But it does seem like a show you would like. That's I'm not saying you're hood because you like it. It just seems like something you would oh, like. Oh yeah, no, I. Just, but it's like you're because you're not the only person who said it to me before. They're like, you don't watch the Boondocks. It seems like a show that you would watch. I'm like, well, it's just because you like all that. Well, you do. You don't like South Park though, so mm, no, I don't. Yes. But I do I just, like Family Guy and American Dad and the Cleveland Show. Yeah, but show. if you don't like South Park, because I, I feel like South Park is worse. South Park is dumb. It's like every time that that's on, I'm just like. I mean, I never. Family Dad, like, when I the... when I watch Family Dad, I'm like, this is decent, but I never like would I never would sit down and watch it. Um, oh, family Guy, <laughs> hilarious. And that um, the same with Bob's Burger. They're all like shows. Oh, it's like when if someone's Chris, watching them, they Bob, cool. I was watching Bob's Burgers yesterday. I mean, they're I all good shows. You know what I mean? They're, it's like they cool, uh-huh. but it's like, but I would never just sit and watch them on my own. But anyway. So, but to me, Moesha gave me, like, she didn't get, somebody was like, that show was just so black. And it, and it was. Maybe that, it was just black. You know that? That's what it was. Right. 
It wasn't like sister sister where it's like a black cast. It was like a black. <laughs> I, I still crack up, y'all. That Therese will say they got more black towards the end of that series. And I don't know why that cracks me up. Because like, they did. It's like, did they or did they just have black boyfriends? No, they started to act. Even the theme song <laughs> got more urban. So let's not act like it did. <laughs> I don't think that crossed my mind. Anyway, but to me, Moesha, to me, sister sister was just like a black cast. But it seemed like a show that a lot of people, like even a white, it, it had like a white, it could have white people who liked it, obviously, because white people did like it. But Moesha, to me, that seemed like that was meant for black people by black people. And that's why I was like, so, but the fact that Brandy was so supposed to be the prissy one, because Monica sings R&B, so when I hear her singing her little R&B, her, she sounds sweet to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I, I listen... That's why I would almost think they was flipped. But when I listen to to Monica talk in interviews, oh, you'd be like, oh, she got some thug in her. You hear it. I remember she was on the real one episode. She was like, I'm tatted. Like she was on a TV show and her mom was on it. And her mom is, it's like if I'm thinking of the right lady. Is her mom's name like Freddie or Frankie or something like that? I have no idea. I thought they had a, they were on like a BET show and the mom was very ghetto. If I'm going, (laughs) if that's who I have in mind. It was like, so, I don't know. I don't know enough about Monica. I haven't, like, listened to any of her interviews ever. Well, she but was, like, really she was on the real. She and she was, like, people. I mean, and you know what? I was listening to um, T-Boz interview on The Breakfast Club. It's an old interview. But she was talking about how she had put a girl in the hospital. And I was, like, y'all little 90s singers was out here, like. Right. What was y'all doing? <laughs> And I was, I mean, they was really, because people was, that's what Charmaine was like, you know, everybody act like Lefa was crazy, but you was, you was out here too, like, because she kind of was. Um, it's like the little story she was telling, but no, I think it says Monica's mother's name is Marilyn, but Monica was on the real and she was like, I'm, she's like, I'm tatted like your typical gangster. Like, that's what she said. And I, the fact that she said it so like, like so hood, like this is what she does. And I was just like, girl. It just cracked me up, but like, yeah, oh. I need. I wish I could see her punch her, and I could. I feel like I could see Brandy being so shocked and being like, "What?" And then they have to go and perform. Shook. Yeah, I would. I, I would be shocked. I would be shocked for real. I feel but, like. I feel like you would go out there. Oh, I mean, yeah. I got you. Got to act like then nothing happened. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I would be so shocked. That you just put your hands on me. I don't know if I'd be able to get out there. Hmm. I'd be on the stage halfway through singing and just stop and be like, did she really just hit me though? Uh-uh. It'd be like <laughs> a TV show. Like, did this really just happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? <sighs> um, but let's 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 move on to somebody else. So somebody else that you like, right? So mm-hmm. I saw about a week, not about a week ago, uh, like well, I think it was a week ago that I guess Meek Mill mm-hmm. yes. finally yes. all the char- charges were dropped. I saw that, him, mm-hmm. and they won't retry him in ending his twelve year legal saga. Twelve mm-hmm. years because he's that's, literally I think he's like thirty. But and literally the charges are so minimal. But that's real. That like it's literally a way to keep you in jail. I told you you need to watch his documentary. It was legitimately good. Like it wasn't just like no, nah, oh, cause cause I like him. It was like for real mm-hmm. good. I just think he's so cute, though. Ugh. But he's 32, and I think I think he's been dealing with the legal system since he was, like, 
20. So he like, he legit has had them like on his back for years. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's super annoying. I would be. Like you can't, he's just pressed at all times thinking that the police gonna come and get him. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I will be super mad about that. But, you know, I was like, that's good. He can finally put all of that behind him somewhat. Mm-hmm. Or he don't Why have to worry about being on him. I don't know. Because I feel like even, you know, 12 years, Mm-mm. you can't truly put it behind you. Oh, I thought you was going to say he about, I, I thought you, I swore you was about to be like, he, he probably going to do something again. I thought you was going to say that. Oh, no. I was just like, 12 years is a long <laughs> time, so. That's it's a not very like, long oh, time. you know, just get over it and move on. It's like, you know, mm. but he can, he can officially at least breathe a little bit better. A but, whole lot better. Yeah. Um, but in other news, you know, Kevin Hart got into a car accident. Like, did he do something that was bad? Like, did he say something? Because people are like acting like they don't care. I don't think so. Somebody was it's like, like when I saw about it's like it, I did feel like I didn't see it on any like I saw it like once on my on my my Instagram feed or whatever. I got and like I a CNN alert it, about it. Like, you said what? I got a CNN alert about it. Oh, I don't. I don't get CNN alerts. So, but it was like I saw the picture of the car and the car was destroyed. Mm. Like it was him and I think they said like a. 28 year old uh, kid driving in the car or something and they were like um, you know nobody was under the influence or anything but they said he got severe uh, back issues and it's like that car was I don't know what he ran into or what happened but it was it was like crushed so Mm. hopefully he's okay I mean you know obviously you know he's alive but just like he can recover from that. I, I mean, I see an article that says he, he's walking. Mm, well, that's good. I need to look at it. What's a, is, if it was that bad, I haven't seen the car. Then it's a blessing that he uh, is still alive. Yeah. I mean, when I saw the car, it looks, it just looked like, um, it, it just looked crushed to me. Like, I could see how somebody, you know, Somebody could have lost their life in that accident. Mm. And it wouldn't be shocking. Mm. I'm trying to find a picture. Because it looks like the, it just looks like the whole top came off. Or like, you know, like, it makes you think of like an action movie where a smaller car would like drive under a truck Mm-mm. or something. That's what it, I mean, that's what it looked like. Just the way but, you said it. I'm looking at it. Oh, shoot. Ooh. This is, is this, this car looks extremely old. It was, uh, yeah, it was an older car. He, um, he bought it for like his 40th birthday because it was a car that he, he had always liked. But he always like, liked you know, it or was it, was it like his childhood car? No, it was like he, he bought it because he, he liked it. Not like, mm. oh, this is the car my dad drove and I mm. should be still it must It must have looked better. It was like fixed the way up. I'm looking at it, it yeah. looked rough. I mean, no, it, it looked really good. I saw it on his um, Instagram. It was a nice car. It was just, mm. you know, like a car from the 70s. But, you know, hopefully, Kevin Hart, everything will be okay with him. Maybe people don't like him because of that Indian stuff. Huh? I feel like I've heard people act like they didn't care. Oh, and I mean, I, maybe it's because of that I Indian. But 
that cowboys and Indians stuff. I mean, he says a lot of Indians. I mean, maybe stuff. I forgot all about that. See, that's because you're privileged. Oh well, yeah, probably. He says he says a lot of he says even when he was on the Breakfast Club, he like kept apologizing like as a joke, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry again." And I'm like, "You're How making like a joke out of these apologies." Oh no, I heard it oh, as no. you. Like, I meant you know that's what I meant. I meant like it's it became a joke because it's like I. How many times can I apologize? I feel like the first time he was sorry. First time he said it. Mm. And then it's like, okay, guys. I'm weak. I'm, I'm not going to keep apologizing. Not, I mean, not I, that feel that I, I feel like, that too. I feel that too. I just didn't like his approach. Uh-huh. I, I get that. I do. Um, I don't know. But I'm looking at this picture of Tiffany Haddish and uh, Kevin Hart. And she looks so much taller than him. I swear he's not that short, though. Oh, really? I thought he was, like, 5'6". I mean, people act like that brother is 5'2". I five, don't feel is... like... I feel like people just think he's shorter than the average guy. And 5'6", that would probably that? be shorter. Yeah. I feel like people act like he's, like, like extraordinarily like short. Um, you know, 4'11". Your body's... I feel like they do. Does an amazing job of looking out for you and your health. I didn't mean to. It won't Return cut off though. With vitamin C, that's USP verified for purity and potency. Well, I don't be playing videos during my when we record, so like I never no, have that you issue. Know, you never know what could pop up. So mute. what will pop up on my computer? There will be know. nothing that will pop up. Uh, obviously, something just did. So mute would. It didn't pop up. I was on a website and the ad started playing. It, your fault but in other news Krista mm-hmm. now you like um I was you know I was in uh a hair shop today and they were playing episodes of girlfriends oh such and, a classic you know I My don't goodness. remember I don't remember girlfriends uh when Tony was pregnant like I didn't even know that was a thing I was like Tony I mean did you know she left the show <sighs> kind of I thought that she I'm gonna say you probably didn't finish did. it no, I don't think I finished it. Um, but Tracy Ellis Ross has come mm-hmm. out with a a hair um, care line. I saw that. Yes. Mm-hmm. A new hair care line. Living her best, bruh. It. But what's her name? This is such a side note. But the little girl, what is her name? Her name's like Mar. It's not Mara. It's Mari. The little girl in blackish. What is her? That's gonna make me upset. Cause I'm, I, I know her name, but that little girl. Is looking so grown. It's crazy. Like she has like a a figure. I think she looks. She's definitely starting to look older. I mean, how old is she now? Fourteen. I don't think she's fourteen. I think she might be twelve or thirteen. Oh really? Yeah, oh. but she has like a legitimate figure, and I'm like, what? I mean, I feel like the kids be getting them sooner now. <laughs> Something's in the in the water. I sw- it's in the meat. I've been saying that though, and I honestly think it started uh-huh. with us. I feel like our generation, our generation was getting thick, kind of, was like you know filling in young too. I feel like, but I mean probably, but I didn't. I don't know what the what they used to do, or or how it used to be before. I feel like when we, I feel like our parents weren't filling in, weren't having hips at eleven, in periods at eleven. I feel like they was you know. In early high school, when they was filling in, but 
This podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're anything like me and reading has become a huge part of your life, or maybe you've just always been reading, you need to check out Audible. They have so many audiobooks available for you right now, guys. And while you're on there, you might as well use our code. It's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash 2020SNL. Go ahead, y'all. Get your life and enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so just for anyone, if you have not caught up, we're about to spoil the first two episodes. So, yes, I have, I'm have. i caught up. Um, Yeah, I literally... But you know it's crazy? I'm not... It's not, like, super, super, super good to me right now. I don't know why. I mean, I don't... Cause I, I mean, it... I don't know... If I took a minute to, to watch it. No, I was shocked that Angela was dead. Oh, now, that oh, had me oh. shook. I mean, I'm I'm thinking... I forget, last time we recorded, I had already seen that. So, yes. in that... That was shocking to me because homegirl who was on the show talking about some... Don't worry, Angela was alive. I'm like, why are you... Why did she say that? I think that was good she, she said that. I mean, she tricked me. I mean, when she first <laughs> said it, I was mad because I was like, why would you give some type of spoiler away like that? You got me... Mm-hmm. I was hoping and wishing Angela would be dead. And then... And then I watch it, and the whole episode, I love he was like, is she really dead? Or is you she, know what, there's so... Or is she going in witness protection? I thought the same thing. My dad was telling really me that, good. too. He was like, you know, she underneath that sheet, but I feel like she's probably not dead. I'm like, <laughs> nah, she dead for real. <laughs> I felt like that about Kanan, too. Like, when Kanan died, I was like, I don't think Kanan really did. Right. I mean, until I saw him, dead. like, in the morgue, and then they looked at him for the last time, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. she did that for real. And until mm-hmm. Angela was in there and her sister was crying over her body and lifted up that sheet and we could see her face, I was like, okay, so she's dead. Not you said she could be in the witness protection program. That would have been dope. But then we... I, I'm just going to think about the first episode. So, in the first episode, right, we find out that Angela is dead for real, which was a shock. Um, her sister seems like she's gonna be more included in the season because she's she's just been around. Um, Ghost is you know he's super angry and he goes eventually he goes and shoots up Tommy's car to the point mm-hmm. where he thinks Tommy is dead and mm-hmm. he's just walking around living life, you know, thinking that he's then you know wipe the slate clean. Tommy's dead. I did what I had to do, right? The fact so that he thought this, that was okay is mind-blowing. I mean, right. And he was just like, I had to do it. I killed him. He told the lawyer, he was like, yeah, I need you to alibi me because I, I had to kill Cotton Tommy the other day. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's just like, what's happening right now? No, nah, that was too much. Because I'm like, ghost. Was, I mean, for y'all to be brothers or whatever you're saying you right. are. It's like, you did that. Obviously, I'm sure it wasn't easy, but you did it so fast. Mm-hmm. And just so... I mean, after the fact, it was so, well, it's done. I feel like you should at least cry or something. You did just kill your brother. I know. That's why I'm like, I feel, and that's kind of, sometimes I'll be watching it. I I was watching a show with somebody years ago, and he was like, it was like, after so many episodes of seeing, you know, Tasha and Ghost go back and forth, not get divorced, and you kind of just be like, dang, I wish they could just get back together. You know, that's how I'm watching it now, like, we didn't had too many seasons of Ghost and Tommy not messing with each other. Now they met, and and then now they actually be far apart again. It's like, can y'all just be cool again? Like the first episodes, y'all was like brothers, and now y'all like don't mess with each other at all. It's like that's right. too I extreme. Like the first, the first two seasons, 
they were super close, and then it was like they fell apart. I feel like it was after Holly. Hmm. Yeah. What you think? I don't. It's like I don't really remember what the turning point was. But I think it was. I think it was Holly. Didn't because he sent Holly away. I feel like that was when he was like. Oh, but did I don't I don't remember. Um, Tommy knowing about that, but I don't remember. It's like I would. It's he like, found out. Power is vague in my memory. It's just like it's a good show, but I can't remember everything that happened. I mean, I know <laughs> Holly died because I I enjoyed that part, but. I I like Holly better than uh, Lala. Lala get on my last nerve. I feel like Lala is just so... Not to say that I wouldn't... She's annoying. It's like I'm watching him like, Lala, you need to calm down. It's like, <laughs> thing ain't the police, but I would be... I'd probably be the exact same way. No, like, you wouldn't be in that. Either oh, you would I be about the life or you would leave. That's true. So, that's, I mean, that's what the logical person would think that would happen, but it's like once Tommy hands you a gun and you, you throwing it in the 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 river for him, it's like it's time to woman up and be able to answer the door. Oh boy. Mm-mm. I, but I just she just pissed me off. And then her like this her complete like annoyance with Tasha. It's like I can't remember why she mad at Tasha either. Yeah, I I mean well she says that but, Tasha only only does things for herself, which is somewhat true. I don't think that's true. I think Tasha really cares about her. I, um I don't know. When she put that shop in, in jeopardy and she was just like, oh, because she, she started funneling the money through there with, without even telling Lala what was happening, you don't 100% care. Why don't you tell me what's going you on? You're ruining my business. I feel like she knew that Lala was like, no, she knew Lala was like that. So she, because how Lala is responding is exactly why she didn't tell her. You know what I mean? But, first of all, that doesn't matter. You shouldn't. I don't know, be, man. If you really cared about me, you wouldn't be running money through my shop. No, because that was like her only option. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like sometimes uh, to be my friend, sometimes to be my friend is better just not to tell me. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm gonna run a drug game through your apartment, <laughs> and I'm just not gonna tell you because I feel like it would be better. It's it's benefiting me, not you at all. It's be- but it's no, better for you it, not to know. It is, but it's like that's the only way that you could do it. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, you might die. Or you could just stop doing whatever you're doing. Well, you knew Tasha couldn't do that. Like, I'm and Tasha legitimately couldn't do. You don't care about me. You care about making. No, Tasha could not. Tasha was at a point where it was. It wasn't. It wasn't like she could just be like, "Oh, I'm done with this." You know, the money had to go somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, Tasha, you better open up a laundromat and wash your own money. I don't know if she could. I feel like she. I don't know. I just feel like the reason, like. I don't know. I don't think Tasha was wrong because oh, without a doubt, Tasha was wrong. No, because the way, like you said, she answered the door like, "Oh my gosh, what was the police?" You, you know what? I can't tell you if you're gonna be no. acting like this in your shop. No, it's like what you're saying. It's like I hear what you're saying, but the overall factor is you don't mess with my business, and I feel that. And it's disrespectful. You know, you're like, I'm going to mess with your business and I'm also not going to tell you because you're not going to take it well. Well, how about you just don't do, you do it if you know I'm not going to take it well? It, like I said, it's disrespectful, but I don't think that makes her a bad friend. I actually I think she was looking out for her friend. No, she wasn't, but okay. Yes, she was. 
I really don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm like, you're not. Well, looking Lala was. You're looking out for yourself. No, yeah, she was looking Tasha, out for her I family. Feel like Tasha is like you. She believes that that's what she was doing, and that is the part that makes this very sad. Is that you truly believe with all of your everything that you were doing the right thing for me, but you weren't. I mean, doing the right thing for me, that's a stretch. If I'm Lala, I don't know if I would say all of that. I mean, she was doing the right thing for her family. You know what I mean? And I feel like if Lala had a choice, Lala still would. As a stepping stool to do the right thing for your family. (laughs) Makes you a bad friend. That's a. (laughs) Might make you a good mom, but we're not talking about that. This is not. I don't. Tariq, who we're talking about. We're talking about Lala. I don't want you in my house. Because you're rude. I don't know about that. I don't know about but, that. But, but basically, the the, the second episode mm-hmm. goes on to eventually, it was like, <laughs> Tommy just walks up to the funeral because he obviously didn't need to be there at all. <laughs> but he's pretty much like, yeah, ghost, I'm out here. Now that I got these, um, <laughs> these white bodyguards, I'm about to show you. I'm in the <laughs> And ghost was shot. Did you say I'm about to troll you? Like, um. What? Did you say I'm about to troll you? Oh no, I didn't say that. Oh, uh, I, I was that that cracked me up, but okay. No, I was like, um, I thought it was super funny when um, Ghost was just shocked. He had told um, Tariq and everything. He's like, yeah, I had to kill your uncle Tommy because he killed Angela. And Tariq is on the phone, knowing that Tommy's alive, just saying, yeah, really? Or he was like, hmm. Just trying to get that to tea. Him. Yeah, well, he got it. And then he called Tommy. He was just like, so my dad thinks you're dead. Mm. And then he shows up at the funeral. And, t- and he goes to ask Tasha, you like, did you know that he was alive? And she's just like, yeah. That's right, Tasha. You knew. Because well, you can't kill Tommy. Tommy's right, my what? favorite. I feel like killing Tommy was crazy anyway, but I I thought it was like I I felt like troll was appropriate because it did seem like he rode up to that funeral, walked up to her sister, which was so disrespectful. I feel like out of everybody, his sister back from the, what from high you know, school neighborhood. Yeah, but I don't know why that sister would want to talk to him. I feel like to me, oh, he ain't no better oh, than Ghost. Okay, I mean, obviously the sister doesn't know that Tommy's the one who shot her sister. And that to me is disrespectful because Tommy knows he's the one who killed Angela. Now that's extra disrespectful. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think. I didn't think about it until right now, and I was just like, "Well, dang." And he talked about some. If you need anything, (laughs) because you're a killer and you killed my sister, and she's sitting over here blaming ghosts, not knowing she's over here shaking hands with the with the enemy. Dang, I didn't even think about that. Wow, I didn't think about that at all. That is messed up. Tommy, Tommy is bold. He he really is. <laughs> oh, but so so you can sit there and act like Tasha is just trash, but Tommy is Tommy Tommy's still your favorite. Tommy okay. Tommy t- yes, Tommy is still my favorite. But Tommy Tommy's like good, legitimately Tommy is good, trash. Tommy's he's a not good a good person. He's not a good person. Not really. No, he's not yes, either. really. He treats you like family. <laughs> you know how much stuff Ghost had to do for Tommy to react? Ghost literally <laughs> made him kill his girlfriend, kill his dad. <laughs> no, he, Ghost didn't make him kill his girlfriend. He killed he his girlfriend. But he, I know, but he made he him sent kill him his away. Dad. That to me is is super disrespectful. You're but it's but it ain't like it ain't like that was like his. You okay, know, like his blood. Are, are you married to Ghost? Are you Ghost? I'm just saying. 
You're making it sound like Tasha and Ghost. No, but you're making it sound like he told Tasha to kill his my, her mama. Like Tasha wouldn't, he wouldn't tell Tasha to do that. He know, you know what I mean. At the end of the day, it's like That's you ain't her. really know that man. What? If, if that was if he would That's he still wouldn't your tell father, him. and he was trying he to get to know him, but Ghost was like, "Oh, this is inconvenient for me. This man is gonna." I mean, that was very selfish. But Ghost wouldn't have told that whole family is selfish. Ghost wouldn't have told. Go, oh, of course, Ghost wouldn't have told um, Tommy to kill his mom. You know I what I mean? Know. Like Ghost, I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> Whatever, a, man. You know the way he be saying ghosts, just be a little angry. It's like you know you didn't got real. You disrespectful, right? You. But honestly, like I said, if I found out that I y'all been trying to play me like I was a rich little boy and I just got so privileged because my daddy came up on came up like on uh, some laundromats and now you got and now I found out that you've been you've been you've been in a drug game you've been killing like. And low key, if you maybe if you so would have been honest with me, maybe my sister would still be alive. Like, I'm I mean, good. I guess it was like like the he been through some things. Tariq, mostly kind of, but Tariq mostly. was like legit. But Tariq was. I think the reason why he even got involved with that crowd was because he found out he was figuring out that his dad was um. So it sounds like you overreacted because you found out that your dad was in the drug game, and now you're. I don't think that's overreacting. I feel like if I found out my parents were in the drug game, I would be, I would be trying to see what's up too. I don't think I would. I would be shocked. I would would be like, I don't know, I don't (laughs) know you, but it's like I don't need to know that either because I don't want to, I don't want to die. I mean, yeah, it would be one of two things. It would be like, like, like you said, I don't know you, and I'm on some like, I'll keep y'all secret. Send me to live with grandma. I don't never want to talk to y'all. Or that's what it would. I'm going. Or I'm, or I'm gonna like be so doggone curious that I'm gonna be all up in it, asking questions, getting close I'm, to people, and you know what they it'll say, be one of the other. Y'all should kill the cat, and I'm not. And it does. I no, I very well. I very well. Like at that age too, it'll be one of the other. And I don't think at that age I would have had enough maturity to be like send me to live with grandma. I think Raina did. Raina knew better. Right. But, I feel like. To me, if it was me, I wouldn't even feel like it was maturity. I would be like, I'm scared about whatever y'all are doing, and I don't want to be included. So, I need to not be here. Send me some. You can send me to choke with some money, and then I won't have to worry about it. I went right up to that school. Mm, I think at that age, I would have been just like Tyreek. But that's, I mean, but I do think Tyreek, Tyreek is like blatantly disrespectful. Like, and he's annoying too. But and I just wish he would. He's not as disrespectful to his mom. Ghost, he don't have nothing for him. No, but it's just like, why are you so disrespectful to ghosts? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but that's but y'all, it's so funny because uh, he looks just like he looks just like your brother. <laughs> that's like funny. when I be watching it, it's like I don't think about it. I mean, he like, you, just like your we've brother. obviously talked about it before, but it's like I don't, I don't feel like I've, I've thought about it in a while, so I have to look. He at looks just episode. like him. It was it was a uh, it was a movie. It was it was it Barbershop three. Yeah, he was in that Barbershop. movie. Barbershop three. He looked just like Teresa. Because he, he had dreads in the beginning of Barbershop three. I think that's what it was. Yeah, right. And my brother looked just dreads. like him. But it's like it's so crazy. But I was about to say something. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting weak thinking that Tommy walked up to this <laughs> up to that sister like if you need anything, I right. got you. That is so. Grimy. Tommy ain't got no respect. It's like that. <laughs> if you need anything. 
believe he said that. But if you need any, but I also I don't get Lawrence Tate's character. Like, and then we can I watched the after show, and they said they're going to explain his stuff a little bit more. Where do that show come on? Because I'm mad that it don't come on on demand. Website. That's annoying. Like, because you know, like with the little, you know, after he punched that guy in the office, I was like, "What is happening?" I'm like, "He's too small for all of that." Oh, dude, she got like really hit him though. I was like, "Okay, what are we? What are we doing?" (laughs) Mm. Mm. I'm just like, I don't really know what your character is doing here, and I kind of forget about him. But and I, I forgot about Dre. About who? Dre. Oh, yeah, Dre came back. He mm-hmm. looked like, okay, so, you know, the FBI comes in and they're like, get your stuff, we're moving you. And to mm-hmm. me, I, Dre's face looked like, y'all ain't moving me nowhere. I'm about to be on my own because I don't trust you. Why? Please. I don't know. Something about him Move me. like, he's, <laughs> yes, Kristen, if it was, if it was us, move me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Where, where are we going? Okay. But he found out that he thinks they got to Angela. He like, Angela can't stay safe. I know y'all can't keep me safe. So I'll keep him safe. He might leave his daughter with him and be like, keep her safe. But he gonna be out. He, I, don't know about I, I that. believe he gonna, he gonna go out on his own. But we'll we'll see tomorrow. Yeah, that's what we'll say episode. tomorrow. But I'm, I'm a, the, the old, the, the director used to have like a little like 30 minute, yeah, 30 yeah. seconds to a minute clip. So now I feel like they're replacing it with this little like group thing that you're talking thing. about. Yeah. But they need to put that on the, on demand. Like, even if it's like a separate yeah, thing. Because I was like, why can't I watch this? Because I, I guess I watch, the, I watch the show on just the Stars website. I go log mm-hmm. into my Stars So then you just click on it? Yeah. And it's like they have, yeah. you know, they have um, actors from the show as guests. So, like, the first episode mm-hmm. was Angela and 50 Cent and one of the writers and they were talking about everything and Angela was like yeah I really enjoyed being the person that you guys love and hate and I was like yeah hate I never like I feel like nobody's happy that she's dead though like I didn't see that much stuff of people being like she gone I don't feel like people were you know cheering like oh finally Angela's gone but But that was definitely a time when people wanted her dead oh yeah you they said oh in one of the after shows they were like she was supposed to die at the beginning of last season, but they decided to keep her on, and I was like, "Y'all should have took her out back then." <laughs> I don't think she added nothing to the last season that I can. <laughs> I felt like last season kind of dragged a little bit with her because it, yeah. it's just like how much probably of this back and forth with her and to, Ghost are we gonna do? Yeah, they were probably just trying to add on stuff because they had already decided to to kill her character, and then they were like, yeah. uh, "Well, let's get her to do some of this and a little bit of this." <laughs> I'm still cracking up at Tommy. <laughs> if you need anything. <laughs> uh-uh. Because that's so blatantly disrespectful. <laughs> it really is, though. Okay. But, so that's, that's all I have for entertainment. So, hot topics. This hot topic will be good for Teresa's perspective because Therese don't like to listen to nobody. Um, But I think it's important. It's like, I, I want to one. I, I really try to understand how you want to throw something in and you want to disrespect me at the same time. <laughs> it's like that was so unnecessary but go ahead. I mean 
mean, because when I was, you the know, disrespect. Some, so you know, when I'm thinking about hot topics, I gotta think about if Teresa's gonna want to respond to it, or if Teresa's gonna even like respond at all. You know what I mean? So, mm. right? I mean, because I can't just yes, you, you need to you need to take uh, the co-host into consideration when you pick yes the topics. Yeah, I, things that make sense. Go ahead. I guess, um, but. This is something that people deal with when they're in their 20s. Because when you're in your 20s, you do need your friend's advice. So, the hot topic is, when should you take your friend's advice? See, I told you that, Therese. Therese, now she's like, okay, it make a little sense. Because Therese don't like taking my advice. Actually, Therese, Therese would never call me and be like, I need some advice. I would be shook if you could. I feel like I'm not that... But that has nothing to do... That, that I mean, that has nothing to do with your advice. It just has to do with... That's not something I would ever say. Okay. I mean, if you would like to volunteer your advice, I'll listen to it what? and I'll decide at a later date if I'll take it. Yeah. I, what am I going to say? Krista, stop talking? I think you'll be like, Krista, did nobody ask for that? Like, that's what you'll say. I mean, I might do that too. I'm not, I'm not really an advice from other people driven person. <laughs> Which is not good. It's like, if you but... happen to say something off the subject, you know, not during when I need the advice yeah. and I think about it You'll later. You'll take it later. And be like, huh. And then she'll implement right, it and then later. she'll just, she'll be like, And then yeah, I probably I started, won't tell you though. No, you, you'll, you'll just, I started doing this and I'll be like, you just started doing what I was saying you should do two months ago and you'll be like, Krista, people start doing this every do single day. Don't act like I got this from you. Do. See, the problem is anytime I, 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 I do anything that Krista's ever brought up one time in her life, she'd be like, oh, you started doing this because I talked about it? It's like no, Kristen. It's like things don't revolve like, around yes, the things Kristen. we talk about. It's like you did, like you did. I it's... really did. No, it's like I really did. No, you think you're the only person who never brought up anything, and you like Therese. Well, it's like Therese don't want to give credit to nobody because that's just like like I started going to therapy. Krista wants credit for everything. I really don't. I just want credit like Every most friends thing. do because that's like my friend. She started going to therapy and. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Like, I should think about it. So her, she did. Yes, there's been people who've gone to therapy before. I knew therapy was an option. I knew that there, I had kind of wanted to go to therapy. But her actually going made me be like, you know what? Maybe I should go too. You know what I mean? And it's okay to say I mean, that. I feel like, yeah, that's but that's the difference between me and you. You say, I'm going to therapy. I hear Chris is going to therapy. Down the line, when I read a uh, BuzzFeed post about the benefits of therapy, I'd be like, shoot, I, maybe I should do that. It has nothing to do with Krista. It has to do with other things that I saw. Not to say all the things, I don't think there's nothing that you've done. No, because that that's not what happens. Sometimes it'll be like Therese legitimately started doing something that I had said two weeks ago. And you'll be like, really? And then Therese will act like she came up with the idea herself. Like, I'm not talking. Because I probably did. I'm not talking about you, like, being interested in therapy. I'm going to therapy. You know, you Google a couple of articles. You look up some YouTube videos. Because that sounds like a, like a, that sounds like, you know, multiple people have impacted that decision. There's been some things that Therese has started doing where I'm like, bro, like, why can't you just act like I helped? You know what I mean? And, and Therese will sit there and it's act like, like I didn't. It's just like, why do you, it's just like, why do you think that you're the one who helped? It's like, why is it a problem for you to acknowledge that somebody helped? That's the question. It's like, why is it a problem for you to, uh, to need that validation? I don't need the validation. I just think that, like, anybody would be like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, when, if I talk to someone, they're like, yeah, you know, since I talked to you, I started doing this. I'd be like, oh, that's what's up. I'm not going to be like, yeah, girl, I told you. I'm going to be like, oh, that's what's up. But see, you'll start, <laughs> you'll literally, st- you'll say, I started doing X, Y, Z, and not give that person no type of credit. That's like a boss having, a, having an employee 
And that, and you know, you're like, I really could see. I don't know. Uh, for me, I could really see you being a senior manager. And then I'm like, I come to work. I think I'm gonna apply that senior manager role. And then I get the job. And then I don't ever say nothing. It's like, bro, I got the job because because you put the idea in my head. You know what I mean? And see, to me, when you explain that, I'm like, how was I involved in that decision at all? Because my manager what, because I told literally you said I could see you for the senior manager role. And then I come, then I come to work. Like, okay, cool. That's cool. And then one day, maybe I decide, you know what? I need some extra money. How should, how could I get that? Oh, that's right. I saw on the website they're they're hiring for a senior manager. Let me apply for that. You know, has nothing to do with you. I feel like I, I guess I'm just very like I like to give credit where credit is due, because I feel like when people, me too. No, you really don't though. Like you really don't, (laughs) and you know you don't. No, I feel like when credit is truly due, no, I'll give it to you. Literally, someone had like Teresa's type where like she has to be like, car is like completely jump down on the road and someone has to pull over, let her get in their vehicle and Teresa take her to her destination and then Teresa will be like, Wow, they actually really helped me. Like it has to be so blatant. You know what I mean? I'm about to say that that sounds like some true legitimate help. That's what I'm saying. Like it has to be so blatant. But sometimes a lot of people plant seeds. People plant seeds all the time. Like that's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And I feel like within our friendship you've planted seeds in me and i'm and i but the difference is, is i recognize i'll be like yeah because you said that i called therese last week and asked her for advice but meanwhile therese would never do that but anyway and then therese but therese i've had planted seeds in therese i've seen the fruit from things that i've said and therese ain't never gonna let me know that it was from me but it's fine anyway so the question though for, and I need right. you to speak out. I, that's why I need you to speak out of a perspective that's not your own. I need you to speak from a person who most people. I can't speak from a perspective that's not my no, own. No, sometimes I only you have do. My perspective. No, sometimes you know how to. You'll, you'll be like, I wouldn't do this, but you know, because oh. I was gonna say, well, when we'll should Go you ahead. take advice from friends? Because sometimes your friends do know. You know what I mean? Like sometimes your friends do. I feel have like you more. gotta. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say sometimes I feel like your friends have. They know things. You know what I mean? Like, if you're dealing with a really hard breakup and you've never done that before and you have a friend who's been through a hard breakup, you maybe you should consider taking their advice. Or, I don't know, or, like, sometimes when you feel like, you know, I, I think it's good to look into other people's advice. That's like one time someone that I was friends with in college called me and was like, um, I'm thinking about moving, you know, to a city that's not St. Louis. And she was like, you're the only person I know who's done that. You know, like, what can, what was it like? You know what I mean? Like, that's, I feel like when you should take advice, but those are easy situations. But I also feel like sometimes, a lot of times, I think you need to take advice when it's advice that you're really resisting. If someone is saying something to you and, like, if they're like, you know, I, you deserve better, I don't know, like, with the guy or something, and, and it's just really killing mm-hmm. you on the inside, you don't feel like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? If you kind of, like, irked, and you're like, I know it. I think that's when you should really consider that advice because I feel, and that that's the advice is easier when it's like, oh, she's when you're done. annoyed by what the advice? Yeah, if you're very, very, very annoyed by the advice, I think that it's probably true. Not always, but I think a lot mm-hmm. of times it is because if you're if you're really feeling led to like get hot and like disagree with me and try to defend yourself and no, nah, that's not true, all of that, then it's probably some advice that you probably should listen to. Or I'm not saying that you should be like. You know, make make it like code and write it down and implement whatever your friend said. But I do think you should, you know, uh, what's it called? Simmer on it, you know, 
Cause, cause it, it probably is some truth mm-hmm. to it. Because otherwise, you wouldn't be getting so hot. So that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. Uh, I don't know. I feel like to me, it to me, all I would be thinking is if you. Re- I feel like if you really feel like the decisions that you're making, or you. I don't know. I feel like if you you gotta feel like you can't make the decision by not can't make the decision by yourself. I don't, Krista. I don't know. Uh-uh. I feel <laughs> like I have no idea. Are you serious? To me, it just seems like it seems like a vibe. It's like, do I want to take this advice or do I not? It's just like decide in the moment. Situational. That's all. That's all I got, Kristen. Are you serious? I really thought you know, because I promise you, there's some questions that I don't say because I'm like, I know that Teresa ain't gonna want to answer that. But I was like, she could answer this one. She just gonna be coming from a different perspective than her own. And I was like, she gonna be able to do that. It's just like, it's like I really, it's like I can't give nobody advice on how to take advice. Either take it or don't. It's like you just gotta decide. Okay, then just is what you saying. Does it sound? Does it sound like something you want to do? If it does, I do feel it. like if, if it your friend comes to you, don't. Because I had a friend recently where me and my other friend were like, we need to talk to her, and it would have been like a hard. We actually didn't talk to her, but it would have been like a hard conversation. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that's not funny at all. But it was just like we actually didn't say anything because I feel like time just kept going, and it's like, yeah, this 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 was a time sensitive issue, and it's like now at this point she's gonna be oh, like, why what? y'all wait so long, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I feel like that person wouldn't have wanted to receive that. But it's like, but if you have most of, I feel like this is what I think when it comes to when you should take advice because I'm learning this with my therapist too. Like just like I'm. Like when I should take advice, when I shouldn't, and when I do need, or or, or when I just when I already know, and it's like you already know, mm-hmm. but you just need validation because I feel like if multiple people are saying the same thing, I think that you need to listen, and I don't think I don't think that at this age in our twenties that you really should take anything like it's Bible, unless maybe you had that one person like and one person. Like, you know, like what I am to Therese. No, I'm, I'm just playing. Um, but, <laughs> but no, if you have that one person, like a mom, or if you have a, a, ther- I don't, a therapist, I don't really think they would tell you what to do. They probably just help you work through how to get to what you want to do. But so maybe like a mom, a mentor, you know, like even if it's a pastor, you know, somebody, maybe that specific person, that might be one person that you just do what they say because you trust their judgment so much and you know that they know you so well. But honestly, right. other than that, I feel like when you hear advice, now some stuff you do gotta just be like, she don't get it, she don't know me, and you gotta just let it mm-hmm. let it just you know right off your shoulder. But some stuff is you got like three plus people coming to you saying the same thing. I think you need to listen. I'm not saying that you need to just take. I, I mean, it. I think that's good. Yeah, if you. But, I mean, if you got three people saying the same stuff to you, and they're not like if three people, yeah, if you having had, an intervention type of situation, oh, like, so what's wrong with an if they come to you at different times? Is what I mean. Like I feel like an intervention is just fine too, though. Like if you, had, I feel like that's legitimately. Love. I feel like that's love. I mean, though. yeah. If I no, come to I, you, that's not what I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying more of a. If it if it happens, you know, we're all having a conversation. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you should do that, Teresa. Yeah, 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 Teresa. I feel like you should do that. I don't know, but I feel mm-hmm. like if three people, you know, I'm talking to Kristen, she's like, I really feel like you should, you know, think about this. And then I go to somebody else, and they're like, yeah, 
you know, not not based off of what you've said, Mm-mm. Krista said, but they're like, oh, you know what? I really think you should do this. I mean, like, then yeah, you probably should think about it. Three but people what if they tell you, in three see, that's, different that's situations like something. What if it's like, um, someone's like, you know, you've been really arrogant lately. Something like, it's something like another person said it. Then your mom said it. I feel like you should listen to that too. You know, like... It's like, even when you said that, I was like, arrogant. First of all, I feel like that's bad. Like you know what I mean. I mean that's. A, I guess it what depends. what is somebody doing to just give off a a really arrogant vibe? There's people where you meet where you see them. It, it's been a minute, and you be like, mm, she she feeling herself. Mm, that's not a good look. And then you be like, I, I could. T- it, they, I feel like you know how hard you got to be feeling yourself for me to be like that's not a good look. Unless you're talking down I'm not about, talking people, about you like, specifically. I'm just saying in general. No, no, no. Not me. I just mean in general. No, people absolutely people will say that. They'll be like, she's feeling herself. Like, and if she actually Yeah, and I'm like, well, it's what's not, the problem? Unless she's being rude about it. But but see, you're talking okay, then that's why I'm it just depends on where you are. If you're at a point where you're okay being seen as cocky, then I feel like that then yeah, you should be fine with that. But you still should take it in. Either way, do what you want with the information, but you should take it in. If three people have told you that you're acting cocky, you should sit there and say, you know what, I'm cool being cocky and that's fine. Keep it pushing in. But mm-hmm. I feel like for you to be like I'm not cocky, that's when like I said, it's similar to when if you she don't know what you're talking about, oh they annoying. Oh, you know, you doing all of that, you trying to justify it, that's when you don't want to be cocky. But you don't want to change, and that's dangerous. I think it's one thing to be mm. like, "I'm cool being cocky," you know what I mean? It's another thing right. to be like, "Then what?" Then being oblivious to the fact that you're cocky. Yeah, and and you don't want. And when people okay. say it to your face, you don't want to admit that you're cocky. You don't even want to acknowledge mm-hmm. it. You're gonna act like you're not, even though you, in the perfect world, you wouldn't be cocky. That's when I feel like it's a problem. And I feel like if something, if you're really resisting people. Not necessarily advice, but if you're just resisting people coming to you, out of love. Now, somebody is just being shady. And sometimes there's truth in shade as well. But if someone's being shady, mm. I, I, I don't really listen to too much shade, honestly. Like, because I just feel mm-hmm. like it's just coming from such a hateful place, even if it is truthful. Maybe down the line, I'll be like, you know, she was probably true, right, though. But in the moment, I can't really take but much of what she's saying. She ain't say it like that. Yeah, and some people can be like, I mean, you, they can in the moment can be like, I mean, I get it. I was being annoying. I see why they was hot like that. And it's like, I can't really do mm-hmm. that that well. Most of the time, I'm going to just have to just disregard your statement. I'm going to try to work through whatever right. it was. And then I'll come back. And then I'll be like, you know what? I see why she got mad, though. But mm-hmm. whatever. That's what I would say. I feel like advice. I think, And I also think that you should have people that you go to for advice. I think that that's healthy. Um, I was reading something mm-hmm. online, and she was saying, like... <laughs> It was, she's just it's like this it's like this blog plus size blogger that I follow but like she What's puts concert what is her name like national naturally fashionable or something and she oh okay she posts I think I used to follow her she used to have a YouTube page she, I think she still does but she like she just okay, I think her I used opinions to are really strong and literally in her bio she puts conservative up there and i'm just like i just feel like black and conservative don't even go together so i just find that mind oh so anyway. she means like politically conservative no she means in terms of her lifestyle 
like with her husband oh. and stuff. But I also don't. I don't even know why you when you said that. I show was like, I it's like I didn't like that. Why would like you put conservative? Up I, there? Even it, I, and I think I, and I know not everybody who's black. And who, I was just thinking about Republicans. Not everybody. So yeah, not everybody who's black who calls themselves conservative would mean that in like a political way. But I just feel like. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who I meet who call themselves conservative, I'm like, but I don't consider you conservative. Like even the way, like the way she dresses, I don't get conservative from her. You know what I mean? But her opinions are right. very like women do better, and it's very like hateful kind of sometimes. Like I feel like it's very hateful. Mm. But anyway, she posted something about. Um, she was like, it was basically like, I know who I take advice from. It was ironic because it was today too. She was like, if you're not married, not taking your advice. If you're not. Christian, this was a tweet, but she took a picture of it. Listen, she was like, "Okay, you're not married. I'm not taking your advice. If you're not Christian, I'm not taking your advice. If you're not, or she said, if you're not a believer, I'm not taking your advice. And it was like, if you, it was just like, if you don't travel, not taking your advice. You know, she was basically saying like, if you're not what I do, living, I'm not taking your advice. And you know what? And she put like, you don't have to agree with that. She's like, don't you don't need to Mm -hmm. update that. You don't need to put that in the comments. And I felt that because I feel like. You know what I mean? I feel like when it comes to advice, like as long as you're open to it, as long as you're open to some advice, or I think you can have boundaries on advice. Like you can't take advice from everybody. Some mm-hmm. people can, some people can take it from all people. Like for me, like I said, there's only like one person that I'm gonna take advice from, probably my mom. Like where I'm just gonna just do it. Um, but right. some people might not even need have that one person. They're like, I don't do that with anybody. And I can understand that. It's just, I, just, I think with advice, you need to have Where cold. I'm just always going to take their advice? Nah. nah. I can see that. Like, where, you know, I feel like it's okay to have boundaries. Like, where it's like, like, basically, I was giving out my perception of, I mean, my view on how most people should handle advice. But that's obviously not, you know, that's not stuck in stone. Like, what is it? That's not engraved. Right. Whatever. So I feel like some people, like, for her, she was, I think that that made sense that she was like, you know, like I, I, I'm not talking to you if you don't, if you don't do what I do or what I want to be. You know what I mean? I feel that. Mm-hmm. I can't understand what she was saying, because I mean, she, when I it's heard like, that, she still was yeah. open to advice, just not from certain people. But it just seemed. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely can hear that. Like, because to me that makes sense. It's like, you know, I, I'm not gonna. It's like I'll listen, like hear you. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying, but I'm not going to take advice for someone from someone about my husband if you don't, you know, if you're not married. See, I, and I, but you know what? And this is like now, like now, now I'm getting back to now. I'm, now I'm, conf- I'm not contradicting myself. I get what she means, but I, I firmly don't agree with that. I, and it's a lot of people who think like that, though. I feel like some it's of like, the best advice you can get, like you can get really good relate. I feel like I give good relationship advice, and I don't have a man. You know what I mean? And I feel like. I've been mm-hmm. giving good relationship like advice from single women. I'm not talking about. I don't know. It's like I. I feel like it would have to be. The advice I'm talking about needs to be like. Not relationship, just relationship advice. I feel like because same, yeah, you don't, don't have to be married that. to give relationship advice. Yeah, but I feel like if I'm if I have kids and I need advice on my kids, I'm not gonna call someone without someone kids. who's never had kids. It's know, like though. that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know about no. Why? It's just you're you're going off of what you thing. think. I mean, that's the same like, thing. Though. This sounds like a good idea. That's the same, no, because there are some people like I was talking to my therapist and she said something so beautiful. She was saying like. Because we were talking, this actually kind of goes into my aspiration a little bit, but she was talking about how, like, she noticed as a, as a, and when her kid was young, her kid was a follower. She was like, she's like, he gonna follow anybody. She's like, literally, like, no matter what he did, he was gonna do it. 
it's he was like he gonna be the type to jump off a bridge because somebody told him to do it and she was like and i thought that was really deep and then she's like yeah she's like so i could have easily always been like babe don't do that don't do that you know what i mean like let me get you know try to grab him hey come over here with me you know and she was saying that but but mm-hmm. that's innately who he is like some people some stuff is just who you are you can't shave off every layer of you with therapy you know what i mean so she was saying like yeah she was basically saying like um with him like instead of trying to make him you know move away try instead of trying to make him what he who he is innately she basically just put him in good environments where he could follow those examples and she was saying that like now he's mm. a pretty good what uh, um just like self what is the word people be like oh, i just want my child to be a you know self-fulfilling i can't think of words healthy human in the world Mm-hmm. Like oh, a good person in society, and she was saying like my she's like I just made my goal was just to put him in certain environments so that he can follow certain things, and that way like the things that he starts to lean towards, will, or he's following will be you know healthy environments. And I feel like I thought that was really kind of like prophetic because I was like wow like I've never thought of it that way because I feel like if my kid is a follower I'm going to be nervous. I'm you know what I mean like mm-hmm. some stuff is scary like I don't want my kid to be around you know to to be. I need my kid to have discernment to be able to be like, nah, I'm good. I was listening to a podcast. It was actually right. the right to real love. The guy who was on this podcast, he was saying that like growing up, like he would hear his cousins talk crazy even before he was in like his walk. And he would just, he said he would be like, I mean, that's cool. I hear y'all talking like that, how y'all be treating women. But you know, he just knew like, I mean, I wasn't really into that. And I was like, but see, I'm not mm-hmm. even, I'm not, I feel you're kind of like that Therese, but I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of a follower too. So I feel like, not not like how she was saying her son was, but basically like someone could come to me and tell me that their child right. is like that and I could give you that dope advice. So who are you to tell me? You know what I mean? So just because I don't have kids don't mean that I don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's the same. I think that's the exact same thing as the relationship aspect because it's like, I think we just feel that relationship aspect closer so it's easier for us to be like, no, nah, I know I can give you some bomb relationship advice. But it's like, no, I kind of feel like a person without kids can get, I feel like anyone can give advice to be honest, but I think I don't think you have to be in a situation to be able to give advice, but I, but I know everyone's different. That's what I'm saying. So with that woman yeah. on the internet who was saying like, when you have kids, you don't want to take advice from someone who don't have kids. I can understand that, like, and I can respect that. But for me, mm-hmm. for me, it's not about the the search the circumstance of the person whose advice. It's to me, it's about the amount of times that someone is saying something. That's when I really need to pay attention. Whereas I feel like other people are. Basically, as long as you're willing to take advice from people, I'm good. But you have to be open to take advice. You can't be someone walking. Well, you can, but you're going to be unhealthy in a lot of ways. You're going to have a lot of blind spots. And people are going to, and you're not going to be like someone that people probably want to be around. Because, I don't know, I feel like if, you, if you're not open to, like, growing, that's what I feel. If you're not open to advice, you're not open to growing, really, is what I hear. And I feel like that's dangerous. Mm. And I'm done. That's my spiel. Cause okay, I feel like I was talking a good. lot, but I'm done. Cause I got hot on that kid thing. Cause I felt that in my soul. And you know, like when some people be at work and they be like, you know, you don't do got you no- be giving people kid advice. I don't. Do you even know people with kids? I mean, I, I do, but I wouldn't. I, only know one I feel like that ain't really my place. But if I felt like I had something good to say, then I would say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's just like from my perspective, it's like I don't feel like I have anything. No, there's stuff you know, because I grew up I'm as working a kid, off of, I, I'm working off of my own experience, like yeah. oh me as a kid. So you should watch out for this. But then it's it's that's based off of 
you. me as a kid. It's like, how am I supposed to give you advice on you and your kid? That's true. But I, Y'all but I still feel like I still feel like a lot of a lot of kids need the same thing. I feel like it's just different perspectives. I think even I mean, I don't know. I just, I think I think anyone can give advice. But that but I get it. I do get it. I do. Mm-hmm. So, um, we can move on. All right, I was say, we feel like we've been talking about this for a while. So. Yeah, and Teresa didn't really say nothing. Um, I had, I had another question. I was like, what are okay. some of the most foul things that someone in authority, like a teacher, a boss, or anyone has ever done to you? Like, just being in your 20s. Like, what is something worse? Like, someone, like, I can't believe huh? they said that to me. I don't know. I mean, it could be like when you was in, in college or it could even be high school. But, you know, like, where it's like, like, I can't believe that that happened to me. Like, I can't believe you did me like that. You it's post- like, Krista, I wish I could add a lot to these these topics that you had. You today, know what? What? Well, I you know what? Thought- it's like, even when you said that, I sure was like. Well, I know I one know. thing that I remember. When I was thinking about you, I know for me, I had a boss. And then I'll say the one I think I thought Teresa. Teresa is just slacking okay. today, y'all. I apologize on yeah, her you behalf. Can, you can give my example and your example. Go ahead. Um, But no, I, when I worked <laughs> at my last job, I had a boss where it was just blatant. Like, she didn't like me. And I felt like I was pretty yeah, good at my your job. Your last boss was. Did you ever re- meet her? She was something else. Oh, you just huh? heard the stories? Did you meet her? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I I don't think I met her. You did meet her. You met her at a Christmas party. But um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know I went to that Christmas party. I don't know if I met her there though. Well she she was horrible. Like and it was late it was like blatant. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew she was so mean to me, you know? And it was like I was pretty good at my job. Like I did make mistakes, but she like hid a promotion from me. She never told me about it. Like she one day she came to my desk and like tried to like embarrass me like on the floor. Not on the floor, but like in the desk mm-hmm. when everybody's at their desk, like trying to, you know, like when I'm in working front in front of everybody, yeah. And then, you know, like and to the mm-hmm. point where, and I was gonna see, you know, like when white people tell you that somebody racist, that's when you know they real racist. Like when mm-hmm. people be like, it's She's like real. you know, they're able to see this too. <laughs> it's not just the black people who can be like, right? It's not the black people feeling well, in microaggressions. It's like your racism is so blatant that even you making the white people uncomfortable. That's when you know you really right. get bad. And like at one point. Um, like when she did the thing on the floor, like where she came to my desk and she, I need, on the, I was at my desk and she came to my mm-hmm. desk and she like grabbed some, she basically told me, she, she told me I didn't do my job. She walked away like, huh, I just, I'll just fix it or fix it myself or, you know, like some or basically something like I let her down or, you know, I always mess up or something, something around it, something really rude. And she walked away. And then, you know, everybody's like, I can't believe she just said that to you, you know. And then, like, and then she had the audacity, like, when I left, she went through some papers on my desk. And then she, like, she, like, basically tried, she sent an email to my new boss. She was no longer my boss. She actually, like, got, not demoted, but she got moved off of, like, what I was doing. She got moved mm-hmm. like a secretarial esque role. But like, still, even when you're not in charge, you're still trying to make stuff. Right. Hard she got moved to a paper job. Get but see, that. honestly, and a lot of people were like, "Yes, justice." But it's like, no, nah, honestly, because they should have fired her. But they, you know, like a lot of people had issues with her. But she was more blatantly rude to me. But she got moved to like kind of like a, a secretarial paperwork type of job. But she still had the same title. That's the thing. Same title and the same money. That's not right. But so mm-hmm. she like went through some papers on my desk and she sent an email to my my new boss. And she was basically like, um, what she basically was just like, um, Krista, I went ahead and did these things for you since the, it was like, I worked in advertising y'all. So like we had to pay, 
we were also in charge of making sure that like our vendors were paid, which would be like a radio company or a TV company. Um, I don't work there anymore, but you know, like so there some sometimes they would send us like future bills. So those bills were like coming mm-hmm. up, and it was only our job to pay the first bill. After that, the billing department took care of it. But she like went through my right. bills and was like. Yeah, so this hasn't been paid, this hasn't been paid, so I went ahead and did it. And then she just made it look like I really wasn't doing my job. But those bills were, like, upcoming bills that they had just happened to send me. So then, you know, I, like, I remember I was sitting like, at my girl, desk. I don't even know I was going, because her boss really covered her. And her and what was crazy is her boss really liked me. So, like, she was the one who told me about my promotion. And she's like, she hasn't mentioned it to you? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, well, we definitely discussed it. And I'm like, yeah, because she, because you don't. I was like, yeah, because you don't, because <laughs> she don't like me. And the only reason why I'm even here, still work. here is because of you. But meanwhile, you like her, which I don't understand. So it was hard for me to like mm. deal with issues because I had to go to her. And she would always try to be like, well, let me, this is what she probably really meant. But she, but she liked me too, which really was hard. But anyway, so then I like went to, I was typing up an email to her boss. Because her boss was, was a little less, he was a little less involved. So he, he didn't really... He saw the issues. So I was like um, typing up email and then I saw him walk by. I literally like walked, like stood right up and walked right into his office, like right after him. Somebody like was talking about me. They were like, okay, Krista. Cause I was like, yeah, this is crazy. So then I told him like, mm-hmm. you know, she's out here acting crazy. Like she talking to me reckless. She ain't even my boss no more. So then the next day, his, the, you know, her boss, um, his, the person under him. So the person who did this to me's boss, the one who I was saying like, um, she likes me, but I, who I, she likes me, <laughs> but she also likes the person, the, my old boss. So anyway, so then like the next day, he had me talk to her, her boss, my boss's boss, whatever, the one who likes me but also likes her. I'm trying to explain this, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And she was just basically like, we're, we're telling her, don't. She we we told her don't talk to you. Like, we're moving her away from you. Um, like, and I was just like, you know what? And initially, I felt good. Like, man, look at justice being served. But then again, it was still kind of the same thing where it's like, bro, like, y'all can recognize that this racism is so blatant. Like, even the management is kind of in their head. Like, is this racism? Because I remember I told her boss, her, her my boss's boss's boss, when I, the one I was, I walked into his office. I was like, I think it's race related. And he, and even he was like, you think, he just, he was such a like 21st century we are the world type of vibe. And he was like, you think so? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. I was like, I think she's racist. And he was like, he's like, man, that would be disappointing. And I'm like, you know what? It's such a privilege for you to think like this, but whatever. So anyway, they, so they knew. They moved her away from me. And then like, she just never really talked to me again after that. She, she told her, and she did call me one day. She called me on and left me a voice, because I didn't want to answer. She left me a voicemail and she did apologize. For like, but it's like not that you had to get talked to, for you know, like for you to apologize because you went through them papers on my desk, like because it was like we had the issue where she embarrassed me on the on the floor. Then she went through the papers on my desk, sent an email acting like I ain't do my job, and then the next day she called me because that's when she got talked to, and I was like, you know what? So literally, my my her boss was like, we've told her don't talk to you. We've told her like um, don't speak to you. She has she has no reason to work with you anymore because she's no longer on your account. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But, you know, I thought that was crazy. That's by far, like, the craziest mm-hmm. thing I've ever had happen to me, like, with the authority figure. Where it's like, you're supposed to have my back. But, like, I've literally had to be on eggshells. And, like, literally at this current job, my boss makes fun of me so much because she'll be like, Krista, can I talk to you? And I'll come over there like, is everything okay? And she'll be like, <laughs> and 
because she'll be like, Krista, why do you always think something's bad? And I was like, you don't understand. I have work PTSD. And she was like, and she always makes fun of me. Because even like one day, one of my old coworkers was in the office and I like, she knows I really like him. And then she's like, Krista, can you come here for a second? And I was like, what? And then, <laughs> and then she, and then I turned the corner and he was there and she's like, I just thought it would be funny. And then he was making fun of me. He's like, she always thinks she's going to get fired. And I was like, you knew my old boss. I was like, you know why I'm like this? And like, <laughs> but, um. That's that was funny. my story. That's something that I, unfortunately, that ha- has happened, I'm sure, to a lot of people in their 20s. The fact that I had a job and they literally told her, don't talk to me, but y'all didn't fire her, just blows my mind. But anyway. Um, mm. So, what was my story? I don't, you know what? I feel like you've had stuff where managers have dogged you out. But, unless you saturate on that for a second. No, not really. I feel like you've had managers mistreat you, especially at your last job. But I can't think of anything specific. At my last job, the managers didn't mistreat me. The the employees, you know, the my employees did. (laughs) What? Yeah, employees. My employees did. They were rude. That one when Therese Therese told her, "Can you go do this?" and the girl said, "No, but you can." (laughs) Just disrespecting the mess out of me. That's all disrespectful. I don't know. I feel like well, you were laid off, but I guess lays off lay off are pretty common. But um, mm-hmm. no. What I thought of that, but this is this is not in your twenties. But I remember when you were in college, in high school, and you said you wanted to go. She wanted to go to University of Mizzou, which is where I went. And you said that is it is it called the University of Mizzou? You know the University of Missouri, which is people call Mizzou. Okay. The fact you know what y'all, my little cousin just started at Mizzou. I be living through her snaps. Be straight up on Snapchat. Who did? My little cousin. She'd be at Mizzou. I was like, Oh, so cute. cute. She was like in her little dorm. And, I was, and then it was so funny because I was with my line sisters and we were like, Look at how small their rooms are. Like, my goodness, we used to live in there. Dorms used to be. Like, exactly. But, but no, Therese had a, um, a guidance counselor and I thought that was, she was really foul. I don't know. You can tell the story, Therese. Oh, I mean, I just went in there and I was, we were talking about where I wanted to go to school. And I was like, Oh, I want to go to Mizzou. And she pretty much was like, she pretty much acted like that. That's not gonna happen. So I'm gonna need you to come up with something else. I was like, I just remember thinking to myself. I was like, I want to go to Mizzou. And she was just like, uh, I sure didn't get into Mizzou though. So it's not like she was wrong, but she shouldn't have said that. It's like, I'm, how did she? Say, oh, you know, oh, you know what else? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, I forgot about this one. But you said that, didn't you say that there? Because me and Therese became friends like senior year, and you said that there was mm-hmm. like a the principal. Didn't she talk? She talked to you. That was foul. You've had a couple teachers really talk crazy to you. I feel like. I mean, because teachers act like I'm dumb. They really did. No, they really did. And because you had a teacher who was yeah. like Therese, what did she say? I couldn't believe she said that to you, but. It, I don't, it was I don't the principal. Know she was a, like a vice principal or something. And mm-hmm. she was, don't you remember? And she was like, um, what did she say? She was like, you're friends with Krista. Krista gets good grades. Like, you don't remember that? And she was like, I don't understand. It's like, I don't. It's like, I don't remember that. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they said that. How do you not it's remember like, that? That It's like, because you, I just, it's like, I hear that stuff and I'm just like, okay. You were like, okay, you're Miss, friends with Krista. I was about to say her name. Okay. <laughs> You were like, you're, she was like, you're friends with Krista, and Krista gets good I'm grades, like and she was like, so what do you I'm do curious. when she's doing her homework? I think that's what she said to you. 
And I was like, oh, you don't remember that? It's like very vaguely. I remember she said, what didn't, wasn't she the same one that was like, you told her that my nickname was Smarty and no, she thought that was hilarious? My sister did. And Kayla told me that and I was, I mean, that kind of cracked me up though. <laughs> That's rude. It's very rude. But it's, it was just, Kayla's response just really just had me on the floor. It's not funny though. But, um, mm. I'm sorry. But no, that was, that was the same woman though. No, it was, I thought that was really oh, yeah. foul. To be like, you're friends with Krista, like where, I just don't have much for, for, for students, for, I mean, for teachers just being like, they just give up on kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But looking back, so now that you're older, do you feel like you can understand why they were like that? Or do you feel like that, that, that still wasn't right? No, I feel like that was still rude. Interesting. Mind your business. Don't ask me no dumb questions like that. <laughs> oh, what are you doing while Krista does her homework? Girl, <laughs> I'm minding my business. I'm not Krista. <laughs> Maybe we're not together. <laughs> right. Why? Exactly. Are we together every single time we're doing homework? I'm really, Krista's we, doing her homework. We also and I'm had a TV manager. And I do my homework during open lab. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I said, Krista's doing her homework. I'm watching TV and I do my homework during open lab. Don't worry about me. Open lab was like, what, is, what would that be equivalent to? What do people have? An open my free period? Free period, open yeah. Period or no, I mean, we, we had a manager too. We had like, me and Therese worked at Family Dollar together. And I feel like that brother was rude too. He like talked about us. He, but he was rude to both of us. I know. I said both of us. Oh yeah. I don't really remember what just, he did. It just seemed like he was but just But he rude like talked for, bad about us. Like when we, we like I remember it was like one I guess because we had no, you know, we won't that's the only job that we had together, right? Mm-hmm. We we worked there together. We were like twenty for, for like a couple of weeks. We were or young, something, we, right? We were like yeah. legit twenty. We were young. Mm-hmm. And I guess we were just like it's like we were working, but let's, I can't act like we was just killing ourselves up in the family. I felt like I was working. So, I'm not about to act like I didn't work. I was work. working. Nah, I'm not about to act I, like I that. I just said. You can, you can say that. Okay. Well, I was there, Kristen. So, we were working. Don't say we. But I can't act. No, I'm saying we. I'm going to say what I want to say. I don't agree with that because I felt we like I work. genuinely what? was working. That was my very first job. Like, very first. Well, that wasn't my first That's job. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know but, on my first job, I wouldn't come in there like, hey, what's up? Like, I would never do that. Well, can I finish the story? Sure. Because all I said was we were working and you talking about some. Okay. And so, I guess, I don't, he told me to go outside and get something mm-hmm. out of a truck. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess we both turned around and we started walking and he was like, oh, <laughs> put your hands up. And I was confused. And he was like, oh, so you're not attached at the hip. So you can go out there. No. And you said, can stay in said, there. And I was he just said, like. Hey, can you, I think he looked at me. He said, can you turn to the side? And I said, yes. And then he oh, goes. Okay. Oh, you're not attached at the hip. She can go by herself. And I was like, you know what? And that's the thing. It was family yeah. dollar. But, like, they had kind of lied to us about what we was going to be doing. Because we were, like, right. we, building we were in there store. setting up shelves and stuff. Yeah. It was, like, it was, like, some legitimate manual labor. It wasn't no, like, mm-hmm. regular working a cash register type of job like exactly and i was like this i do crazy. remember though we we went in we came in late one day i remember that too because you wanted to go to ihop no that's the other day we came in late once because you you slept and you no we were late oh yeah you. We you went... why are you calling me <laughs> i don't remember that but i remember one morning we oh, like i remember because i called you and i'm like and you answered the phone like it was a saturday morning at 8 a.m and i was just bothering you i'm like well, Krista, I'm on my way to come over there. 
Are you up? <laughs> but yeah, another day. That we was after IHOP. the IHOP because I and think we, we, we went to IHOP one day. I think we right. It was like we, we went to IHOP, and then yeah, and then the next day. But we funny. went to IHOP because of Therese. Therese was the one. Now, you was a bad influence because she was. Did I make you go to IHOP? You didn't make me go, but you were like, Krista, we really don't. We could really go to IHOP. And I was like, well, should we go to IHOP? And you was like, we really should, Krista. Like, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. I get, yeah, let's go to IHOP. <laughs> so we decided we would go to IHOP. I guess. But you were in. You see how, see how she don't want to take no slack for nothing, y'all? Anyway, go ahead. I guess he was That's talking. About, no, he was talking about us. He, was, I remember. That. Oh, he talked about us one of the days that we were late. Yeah, and he was basically. I think he was saying like we're not good. Like we need to be fired or something. It was. Mm-hmm. It was foul. It was like because one of the girls well, told he us he left that. and I got hired on that different family dollar. I did. And you went back to school. No, I got hired on. I worked. At oh a, yeah, you worked there for a little while. I worked at one year before I went back. But he he was like really talking about us. Like, and, mm-hmm. and Teresa was sad. Oh, did you really want to bring that up? <laughs> I didn't say. You sound like you got a chuckle out of it. Because I mean, Therese was like, because I, I don't was, appreciate being talked. Therese was crying. What? Now I'm put you because you because you, so you, you didn't really make really it known. Well, you didn't make it known at that point, so she was crying. I was like, Therese, no, it's I okay. didn't. It, it, no, what? It sounded like you just wanted to say that. I wasn't gonna say it until you. Uh... No, it sounded like you was always gonna say that. That's no. cool. Okay, well, Therese was Therese was crying, and. Uh, yeah, Teresa was crying, and I was like, Teresa, it's okay. And then I think it was just because he was just dogging us out when we wasn't there. And then the girl was like, Yeah, he was really talking about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that Ugh. that makes us sound like we were less. That makes it sound like we might have earned that. Even though I know I thought he was rude. Anyway, all right, guys. So, an article. So, I thought this article was dope. So, we're going to read this. A man confessed mm-hmm. to murder after reading the lyrics to a Christian song. Okay. Really? Huh? I said really. Mm-hmm. Moments before his trial was set to start, Danny Deshay Holmes surprised the packed courtroom. He pleaded guilty to a series of charges that included robbery and the murder of Cesar Lopez Flores. Holmes was being held in jail awaiting trial. Holmes said that while behind bars, he came across the lyrics to the Big Daddy Weave song, Redeemed, which read, Then you look at this prisoner and say to me, Son, stop fighting the fight that's already been won. He explained to the court that the song hit home and he already knew he needed to confess to the crimes. He told the court, I'm 30 years old and I've been fighting for nothing all my life. I've been fighting for gangs. I ain't never fought for anything that made sense, but I know... I knew the the I knew the Lord was telling me to fight for him this time. I just knew he was stirring on my spirit. He said this he said that he had been praying for the for his victim's family and then addressed his own mother saying, Mama, I promise you, your baby boy, he's going to serve the Lord forever. He also said that he deserves a life sentence and will wear it as a badge of honor. He also plans on sharing his faith with others while behind bars. Michael Weaver, the band's lead singer, told Christianity Today, over the last handful of years, so many stories have come from God using that song. It is a message that there's that is so dear to God's heart. I thought that was so dope. And this is from Relevant Magazine. I really like relevantmagazine.com, y'all. You can't tell. Um, but yeah, the article is it's, it's literally titled, A Man Confessed to Murder After Reading the Lyrics to a Christian Song. And you know what? Like I, So he didn't even hear the song. He just read the lyrics? Mm-hmm. 
Isn't that mm. dope? But and you know what? That's like sometimes I do. I firmly believe that everyone deserves to heal, but I also believe that people have to pay for the things that they do. I believe that so wholeheartedly. Like so, sometimes when when I be like, oh, he need to go to jail, I still believe that, that person, you know, should should heal. But I do believe that they need to pay for the consequences. So when he said he'll wear that life sentence like a badge of honor that just was beautiful to me it's like he reckon you know what i mean like because i feel like sometimes people be, mm-hmm. people and and that's a lot of times people say that people go to prison and they be like i found the lord you know what i mean right they said it a lot and i i don't know and sometimes it feels like mm-hmm. kind of like like a like a, this like a story to tell you know so people will sympathize with you but sometimes you can tell it's it's real but i i feel like when people have a lot of i was I feel like when people have a lot of time to just focus on mm-hmm. certain things, that it seems like it puts them up in a position to I be able so to too. do that. I do or, think so. You know. I don't. I know. I know people get weary of it, but I. I, I feel like a lot of times I do mm-hmm. believe it. Yeah, I feel like that too. You be. You be sitting there just like you know what? Like what? What is my life really about? Like, you know, like this is deeper than. Like I find you finally have time to sit and be with yourself and really like I guess pray maybe for the first time. And because mm-hmm. I do, I really do believe in healing. I kind of feel like jails should have therapies, uh, like regular therapy sessions. It would be so dope. Like I, I, see, I, I thought that they had, they probably. I just assume that they have like, um, don't they have like groups and stuff, like where they can talk about stuff. I you know, I don't know. I, I think they do, probably but do, I just but I feel like they should have mandatory therapy. I don't. I think they because I feel like I, I'm not gonna ever act like that one. Cause it was, was it Sweden or something that had that like rehabilitation place and looked like a straight spy. Like that's too much. But mm-hmm. I do believe that's funny because on the radio they were talking about that mm-hmm. where people you know they're trying to when thinking about jail you have to find a balance between punishment and rehabilitation mm-hmm. because some people it's like there's a lot of people who fight for you know just rehabilitation but at the same time I do feel like. There needs there to be some to be type punishment. of punishment in there. Yeah, and, and honestly... Because you have committed a crime. Putting you... And even and people, someone might even argue, like, well, you know, you're away from... You're isolated from all of humanity, like... But but still, it's like, you know... I hear that, but it's like, because you ain't got your phone and you ain't got your family. Like, that does make it hard, but I just don't feel like you should be out there living, like... I think the rehabilitation is a therapy. Like, it should still be a rough, like, place. Like, mm-hmm. the toilets, the beds, none of that should be that comfortable. But to me, but um, right. But I do feel like there should be like mental the toilets, the bed, all of it. Yeah, I, I feel like physically you should it should be pretty rough. But I feel like mm-hmm. um, there should be places for you to like like to work through the things in your head and to like try to heal. I really do like and just like it honestly with R. Kelly. Like I feel like R. Kelly deserves he has to go to prison. Like I feel like he should. But I do think that he deserves to work through the issues. A lot of times, I guess people be like, man, I'm in jail working through the issues. It's like, well, what's the point, you know? But mm-hmm. I feel like somebody who really does get more like serious about who they are in Christ, like, I feel like they'll recognize that, like, some of the stuff that, like, some of the stuff that I've done or some of the, stuff, some of the things that have happened to me are a blatant response to me being, you know, not the best person in the moment. And I feel like that's okay. That's not you. It's like, you know, like sometimes people be like, people be acting like when you start following the Lord, like your whole, like, oh, I'm supposed to be released from prison. Oh, something. Holy Spirit is going to let me out of here. It's like, no, that ain't how it works. You know what I mean? Like, 
Right. So I feel like you should be allowed. I don't know. I just feel like when you're in jail, you should be allowed to heal. But I also feel like if you come to God, like you, you also have to recognize, like, bro, like, I do got to pay for what I did. Like consequences have. I mean, bad actions have consequences. So that's just how right. I feel. You know. But I thought that was dope. I've heard um, about stuff like that before, though. Like how people will come to God and they'll... I think that's what someone said about um, the when they see us boys. Not, not that I said the when they see us. But what's, what's what are those boys called? I don't know. The New York boys. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I just don't um, know the name of it. I know, because one of them and got sent to... I don't want to give a name that's not right, so... There's I know. Ugh, that's going to make me mad. One of them went to real prison. And um, mm-hmm. the one, because he was 18, the one that went to real prison, I think he found God. It was something like, because he found God, the killer, the actual killer found God, and he admitted it. It was, so, it was, so, it was basically like one of them found, I, don't, don't quote me y'all, because we, like I said, we are not CNN, but I know that one of them found the Lord, <laughs> and because he found, mm-hmm. basically the guy who found, basically the guy who really did it, he admitted it because of God and Mm. I think he was close to the boy who was in prison so basically it a lot of times people be like oh it wasn't even fair that he had to go to prison but it's like if he hadn't gone to prison I think I think the one that went to prison found the Lord he became friends with the guy who actually did kill him and then eventually he came out and said he killed him because of because he wanted to honor God as well and I think the whole story was basically saying that like if you didn't if he didn't um if he hadn't gone to jail if he hadn't gone to prison with the adults none of them would have ever really been free because he came in contact with the actual killer I'm pretty sure that's what happened but don't quote me mm. but I think that's dope oh, okay. I think that's dope though cause it was basically like it was like they were all in juvie except for that one the one that was in prison talked to the real killer about his faith I think they were friends and then eventually the friend the guy, the, the guy who killed really did kill him admitted it because of him I thought that was dope I mean yeah that sounds I mean that sounds really good you don't sound as intrigued as me but I thought that was dope so whatever oh okay that's cool I've become tired Krista I don't know what to tell you I sure need to wash my hair though um and I really want to do some yoga before I went to bed um well uh uh anyway alright guys so moving on so gaspiration. This gaspiration is similar to the <laughs> Therese in our conversation. So Therese might not agree with this gaspiration, but that's okay. Um, so gaspiration, like I said. So I want to just talk about the importance of having like-minded godly circles. Because you know what? Like over the last couple of years, as you guys know, like I've grown close a lot closer to God, and I feel like I've had waves. I've had waves where I felt like led to you know spend more time um at church or i felt more led to um spend more time just talking to god on my own but i've also i've never so like but i've never really like completely done away with either but sometimes there's been like times where i'm like i need i was more focused on my time alone than i was on going making sure i was at every single service but i think one thing that stayed consistent was just like the like-minded godly circles and i think that they're there really is, and I, and I recognize, okay, basically, there's value in being around like-minded people in every facet. Like, not just in terms of God, but just, like, in every way. Like, me and Therese benefit knowing people in podcasting. Like, 
you know, or we benefit knowing people who have finished a master's program. You know what I mean? Anything. So it, we, I think there is beauty, there is beauty in you know the importance of having godly circles because the thing that always remained the same whenever I was in those seasons of like more leaning towards God. I mean, leaning towards my alone time, or more leaning towards having you know more. Um, I needed more fellowship around a lot of people at church. I always still had like a few people that I always would resort to. And I thought that was essential to my, you know, my growing. And it really helps me. Like it really does. Just hearing people, my friends around me talk really wants me, I mean, assist me with being better. Because just the other day, like sometimes it was like one thing I was struggling with was I was really struggling with the fact that the devil could hear my thoughts. And I just thought that was just like a given, you know, and I didn't know when I was talking to my friend, she was like, yeah, that's, she's like, the devil can't hear our thoughts. And he was like, you don't, I was like, you don't think so. And she's like, I mean, it's not biblical. And when she said that, I was like, wow, like, you know, because something about the devil hearing my thoughts was really shaking me up. Cause I was like, no matter what, like he always is going to have me. And when I like, so basically from her, like planting that seed, I thought about that and it was really like kind of trapping me. And it was, like, making me feel like no matter what I did, like, the devil was going to have a one hand up on me. And really, I was kind of, and it was kind of making me kind of start to doubt God. Because I'm like, okay, well, what can God really do if the devil has the same access that he does? So, you know, I was struggling with that. So, but when, anyway, when I told one of my friends that I was struggling with it, she was like, well, I don't think God has, I mean, the devil has access to our thoughts. She was like, that's not ever written in the Bible. And then, you know, she was, and I think she said, uh, maybe mentioned a verse. And then, you know, so basically like from, like mentioning about earlier in my Teresa conversation, but she planted a seed. And when, from what she said, I went on and I just did a little more research. Like I was looking on Relevant Magazine. Cause I, like I said, y'all, I literally, sometimes I'll be looking for things and I'll type, I'll just be like single and lonely Relevant Magazine. And like, I'll read articles just like whatever can like, pour, you know, I can, I'm feeling in the moment or you know, looking for a spiritual mentor, relevant magazine, like, and I'll see what they have. So I think I did the same thing, and I was finding articles, and, and every everything was saying like, there's no biblical, um, there's no biblical like reason to be able to think that the devil can hear our thoughts. But a lot of people were saying that he can, he can, he knows our 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 steps very well. He he can watch what you look up. He can watch who you're texting. He can see all that stuff. So because of that, he can kind of make rounds on what you're going to do and he also has knows people like you he knows people unlike you so he kind of can go from there and kind of picture what you can think and I was like oh but the freedom that I felt when I knew that I had my mind that the end of the day like the thoughts that are triggering me they're not the devil the devil is not putting those the devil is he can he can make me think certain things because of like things that he's reacted in his life but he cannot put a thought in my head and I literally was thinking that he was having control of my mind and, you know, I, I thought, and that really freed me. So basically what I'm saying is, is like that whole issue that I was having, and that was not like an easy thing to deal with because it was really throwing down my lack of trust in God. Cause I really was on some like, well, what's the point? Because if the devil can do it and God can do it, well, who really stronger? You know what I mean? So really it's just a given on whoever can get my brain first. You know what I mean? And that's really unhealthy. So I feel like because I had a friend who I could com- comfortably say that to, she, was able to give me a different perspective that I never thought of. Just like, um, I've had other issues where I've had friends and then she'll say something. She'll give me a different perspective. I'll be like, wow, thank you for that. You know what I mean? So I think it's so important. Do not take away, don't, don't water down the fact that you need people in your life. 
Um, because especially when it comes to your walk with God, and it's hard to find these good friends, and I praise God that I found people who I can 100% be like, y'all, I'm, I messed up. Or I can say, you know, like, I, God really let me down. You know, and, and, and I'm not, and it's not like, no, oh, sis, we don't talk like that about the Lord Jesus. You know, like, I like that. But I feel like that's very important. And you need that because you need people who really can lift you up. You need people praying for you. You need people who can you can talk to. You need people who can free you. You need people who can plant seeds. The seeds is important because you need people who have you. When you can't, when you can't, you can't see everything. Like, legit. There could be a spot on my back right now. I need my friend to be able to tell me that there's a spot on my shirt. I can't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, friends can. They can have you when you can't have yourself. And you, because you can't do life by yourself. And that's represented in Genesis when Adam, I mean, when God literally said it's not good for man to be alone. A lot of people use that in terms of relationships, which it does apply. But at the same time, it absolutely applies in terms of you needed someone in general. You needed someone with you. You need people on earth to do life with. God didn't design us to live by ourselves. If he did, we would just live by ourselves and we wouldn't be coming from humans and we wouldn't have families and mom and dads and have the Bible talk about where, you know, you need your mom and dad and honor them because they'd be like, oh, you good. Just do your whole, do your life yourself. Like, no. So in Ecclesiastes um, 4, 9 through 10, it says two people are better than one because together they have a good reward for their hard work. If one fails, the other one can help his friend. He can help his friend get up. But how tragic is it for one who is all alone when he falls? There is no one to help him get up. And I thought that just really just kind of just just set the message in even better. Um, and this kind of talks about my therapist a little bit, but I was basically struggling with. Um, that a lot that I tend to need, like I tend to know what I want to do, but I tend to need someone to validate my choices. And she was basically saying, like, it was the same thing similar to what I was saying about um, her son. She was telling, that's actually why she brought that up when I was talking about my son, her son earlier, because she was mentioning that um, her son is a follower and he need he he doesn't. She was saying some people make choices where it's just like I don't care what people say, I'ma just do it. There's some people who like if someone else tells them to do it, they'll be like, okay, cool, we'll do that. And then you have me, people like me where it's like, I kind of know what I want to do, but I just want someone else to be like, that's a good idea. And then I'll do it. And I was just like, oh, why am I like this? And, you know, I was just struggling and I was struggling and just like, why am I like this? And she's like, you know, and she's kind of the same thing that she said with her son. She's like, so you can look at this two different ways. You can say, how can you stop being innately who you are? Or you can just say, maybe focus on having good friends around. And I thought that was so mind blown because she was basically saying, like, if you have those people around you. Who you, who you can bounce off, off of, who you can really, like, you can, like, listen to listen to their fruit. Like, you really can trust the seeds that they're planting. That's a blessing. Obviously, you have discernment in all ways because at the end of the day, like, God still speaks to you. So he's going to be able to tell you when something doesn't feel, you know, like, when something doesn't feel, you know, like, what God wants you to do, even though it might seem godly. So I feel like I thought that was really like freeing when she said that because she basically was just saying like it's a good you know like you have friends that can help you that can validate some of your choices. Yes, you do need to like work on like you know better discerning when you should need their validation. She was saying, but at the end of the day, like that really that is who you are and you recognize that. So you need to have those good friends around and and I, and it makes me it just for me it's even more reason why you need to have that fellowship you need those people you need you do need to be able to have a church home where you can go and the people are nice that is very essential that is step number one but if you have that and now you're kind of like at a point where you know like 
yeah, if you have what am I trying? If you have that and you're at a point where you're just like, okay, like, like you're listening to what I'm saying and you're just like, I don't know who to go to. You should try to look for it. Look for young adult committees. Look for um, local local events. There's a um, the PIA tour is coming up right now. It's um, a local um, poetry. It's like a black Christian poetry event. That's very popular. That's a good way to like connect with people. Um, I always, I love Pinky Promise. If you're a woman listening, that's a good way to connect with women. There's a lot of opportunities out there to meet young Christian followers. I just think that a lot of times we don't think that there are. And we, so then like when people meet people like me, they'll be like, Oh, you're just so different. But it's like, no, there's a lot of Christians walking around. Like it's, I'm not that different. You just don't know the communities exist and you just have to find the communities. So I would heavily, um, encourage anyone who is serious about their walks to be around like-minded people. Y'all iron really does shop in iron and you need people around who really can, who can help you. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. even even when you are dealing with things, especially when, especially in a in a world where a lot of the things that the Bible preaches and teaches and the things that you want to do um, are uh, are just you know are so worldly, and the Bible is preaching a different thing. You need those friends who understand. You really do. Yeah. You really do. Um, and, and, you know, it's a blessing if you are, like, like I said, like, maybe more like a Therese where you're just, like, um, you know, like, you just don't, you innately just don't have that curiosity in you to just try to do everything and just be extra, you know, like, but even when you are like that, you still, you know, you don't, you still want to just, you, you want to c- protect yourself. And protecting yourself is keeping good company. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, that is everything. Okay. Guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it is late. <laughs> it's late. Yes, it's it not is. that late. It's like it's like ten fifty, but um, it's ten fifty on a Saturday. You used to being up till two a.m., aren't you? Just kicking. Oh my gosh, I'm really not. I'm old. I went to bed at two yesterday, and I was just because I was See? up, and I'm okay. just like, no. But I woke up like I don't like going to bed past past midnight because I be feeling like you know like ugh. Like a, Ooh, I'm like tired. A you know, <laughs> yeah. Like I be, I feel it. You know what I mean? Like I wake up in the morning, like I can't enjoy my, my I can't enjoy my morning like I want to because right, I slept most of it away. Oh yeah. Well, I so. went to sleep at like ten thirty last night. What'd you say? I said I went to sleep at like ten thirty. Oh, ten thirty. And I woke so up early. at four thirty, and so now I'm tired. Well, that don't sound like that much sleep. But yeah, live your best life. No, that's why I said I'm tired. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I true, didn't say true. that. Like I, I got all the sleep. Therese, we need to make a better effort of saying to to leave us reviews on iTunes. Like, why do we not do that at the beginning? We always do it at the end. We didn't yeah. do it at the beginning. Well, you should have told me. I would have said I it at the y'all. beginning. Well. Guys, leave us a review on iTunes and we'll love you forever. Yes. Um, yeah. Don't forget, follow us on Stitcher. We're on we're on Spotify. And you can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Guys, sign up for our newsletter. We'll make sure you guys get a fresh newsletter every single Monday morning of the new hot news. Um, that new hotness. It. Every Monday. Hot news. No, yes, I said hotness. Yes, yes, yes. You said what? I said Hotness? Hotness? Can't hear you that well. Okay, that's everything, guys. (laughs) So, this phone is cutting up.
Alright, guys. Sure, sure. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. Um, Yes, it's been fun. It's been real. So we will see you guys in two weeks. All right. Bye. Enjoy power. Bye. <laughs> Bye.